RNZ Pacific, Kalokatwantok, Mikoroi Hawkins. Emai, a small island north of Efmate, Vanuatu's main island, remains cut off following two tropical cyclones, Judy and Kevin. The country was also hit by a large earthquake around the same time. Lydia Lewis has the latest. Local media reports poor connectivity is hampering aid assessments. There are delays in submitting disaster reports, but images show distressing scenes of homes flattened, animals crushed by fallen trees, and women wading through dirty water as they try to find a clean drinking water source. In East Tana, residents are in desperate need of food and water as acid rain from an active volcano adds an additional challenge. An extraordinary parliamentary session started this morning with ministers discussing the financing of the recovery effort. The World Bank has just announced a 9.5 million US dollar grant for the country. Japan has begun preparations for its foreign minister to visit the Solomon Islands, Kiribati and the Cook Islands in late March. Reuters reports the visit expected to take place from the 18th to the 22nd comes after China signed a security pact with the Solomon Islands last year, prompting concern from the United States and Australia as China seeks to extend its influence in the region. Foreign Minister Yoshimasa Hayashi intends to affirm the three island states' cooperation with a free and open Indo-Pacific and is considering suggesting security cooperation as well, the report said. He also plans to assuage concerns over the release of treated water from the wrecked Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant later this year, according to the Yomiuri newspaper. The Melanesian Spearhead Group, or MSG, Secretariat has conducted a custom ceremony traditionally seeking approval for the removal of the deteriorating wooden artefacts at the entrance to the Secretariat building. The artefacts, which represent customs and traditions, were carved during the 25th anniversary celebrations in 2013 at the Vanuatu Cultural Centre by carvers from the MSG membership. Director General Leonard Lomar says the pieces of art are not simply decorative items, but assume spiritual beings and embody respected ancestral deities of those who have died. He says the carvings have rotted, some have already fallen off, and others are threatening to fall off at any time. The Secretariat intends to request carvers from its member countries to come back to Vanuatu and carve replacement pieces. The administrator of Tokelau has made a strong statement about self-determination for the realm country in his address over Zoom following the first general forum. Don Higgins, who took over from Ross Ardern, says New Zealand will never abandon Tokelau, which is a realm country of New Zealand, but will support the nation as it starts discussions on self-determination. He says Tokelau will start discussions regarding self-determination this year, which he says he's pleased about. On self-determination... I mean, it's a, it's a discussion for Tokelau. I mean, it's it's New Zealand will never abandon Tokelau, and we need to work together to find a path for Tokelau that suits Tokelau. So those discussions need need to start here. Don Higgins has worked in PNG, Kiribati, and the Cook Islands before taking up the role in Tokelau. Samoa's Director General of Health, Ayono Dr. Alec Ekeroma, says there are two new suspected cases of measles in the country. However, the initial suspected case has been ruled out after tests were returned from New Zealand. Christina Persico has more. 
The government's newspaper, Savali, reports the Ministry of Health is maintaining its strict surveillance and monitoring duties for a potential outbreak of measles in the wake of alerts from New Zealand and Australia. In the aftermath of the 2019 measles outbreak, which claimed 83 lives, mostly young children, the health sector has aggressively relaunched vaccination programmes. For now, the health minister says there are no confirmed cases of measles. He says vaccination rates have increased since the 2019 outbreak, but the Ministry of Health is still aiming to increase coverage of the first measles, mumps and rubella shot to 90% and lift coverage of the second shot to 80%. Security forces in Papua New Guinea are monitoring the district of Borgera following a recent incident where five people were killed and others wounded. Enga Provincial Police Commander George Kakas says the Ayala tribesmen were alleged to have joined forces with the Epekapi tribesmen and attacked Kairik villages. He says the real motive is yet to be established, but this could be related to a recent fight in which a peace treaty was signed between the Ayala and Normali tribes, as one of the five killed is from Normali. The others killed are from tribes who are allies of that tribe. The Enga Provincial Commander advised the public, the business community and public servants that they're treating the situation as an isolated case and doing their best to contain the situation. Also in Papua New Guinea, the Northern Governor Gary Jufa is to stand trial on three counts of bribery allegations against him in the election petition filed by his contender, Sean Eparopakop. The National reports this was after the Waigani Supreme Court struck out the second allegation on six counts of errors in omission and a fourth count of bribery was also struck out. The three counts remaining against Mr. Jeff will be heard in trial on the 27th of March. The matter will return to court on the 20th to confirm a trial venue. The state of national emergency over the Tairafiti and Hawke's Bay regions in New Zealand will end tomorrow. The Minister for Emergency Management, Karen McNulty, says the move comes 28 days after the order was declared in the wake of Cyclone Gabriel. He says civil defence emergency management groups in the two regions have confirmed they're now ready to move into a recovery phase. A national transition period now covers Northland, Auckland, Waikato, Bay of Plenty, Tairafiti, Hawke's Bay, Tararua and Wairarapa districts. To Australia, Berkshire in northern Queensland has had record levels of flooding, causing widespread destruction and the evacuation of residents in a remote township. The Berkshire area has essentially been cut off since the rainy season began four months ago. Council Chief Executive Dan McKinley says Berktown resembles an ocean. It's just been unbelievable. We're not talking about 20-year floods or 50-year floods. We're talking about stuff never recorded in history. All four rivers which meet near Burke were at record levels last week and the flooding is eight metres deeper than the old records. Jamie Lee Curtis has won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, Actress for her role in Everything Everywhere All at Once. The annual ceremony is underway in Los Angeles. It is the 64-year-old's first Academy Awards nomination. In sport, Solomon Islands weightlifter Jenny Teguwini and parachute putter Helen Sauhanga are among nine former and current athletes named as ambassadors for this year's Pacific Games. The Solomon Islands 2023 Organising Committee has launched the Ambassadors Programme with eight months to go until the multi-sport event is due to open. 
when he was Pacific Games champion at the Port Moresby 2015 and Commonwealth Games bronze medalist at the Gold Coast in 2018. While Sohanga made history when she became her nation's first Paralympic athlete at London 2012. Other former athletes named as ambassadors include sprinter Jim Marau, distance runners Chris Votu and Primo Higa, and boxer Joseph Saime. Former footballers turned coaches Batram Suri and Timothy Infiri have also been selected along with tennis player Junior Benjamin. That's news and sports from RNZ Pacific. There's more on our website rnzi.com.